Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat. The show is about to start. Hey guys, what's up? It's Phoebe. It's Mike. This is the Mike and Phoebe show on Alternative Twist Radio, and now we are on Podbean uh, apps as well. So welcome to episode number eight. Today is Friday, February 24th, and we have a very special guest in studio here from the city of Paris. This is Stephen Hale, the public information officer. Hi, Stephen. Hello to both of you. Thanks for having me, Mike and Phoebe. Yes. Yeah. The Mike and Phoebe show. Yes. <laughs> That's good. We're so happy that you could join us today. And uh, Stephen is going to talk to us about all things Paris, California. So we yes. got a nice long list to go through, which is really informational. Yes, we're yeah. excited to keep our listeners update, updated on what's happening around the city. Absolutely. It's a good thing. Yeah, good. Good. and we're, we're very honored that you're here live in studio. So we're not doing yes. remote. We're not Zoom. That's you're right. actually here. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now um, talking about all things Paris. So uh, I saw on social media that you guys had the Youth Advisory Committee Cleanup Day. Do you want to tell me tell us about that? Yes, that is, uh, first off, I want to give a, a big shout out to our Youth Advisory Committee that work over at the Statler Youth Center. Um, we've got some staff members that work really hard over there, uh, Juan, Kim, um, whole group of them, Lou, they all give of their time uh, to work with these young kids who come in, uh, and these students are rock stars. They are do, all do this as part of extracurriculars. Uh, many of them, they're getting, they're looking forward to their next step going into college, you know, going into their, the workforce, whatever it is. They maintain their grades, they maintain their uh, education, uh, they they come and do all the extra stuff, and then now we're seeing them give back to the community. And they did a YAC uh, cleanup event. They went out to Mercado Park. These kids rake leaves, they pick up trash, uh, sometimes they scrape graffiti, sometimes they hose down sidewalks, um, sometimes they work with our public works crew, you know, who'll get in there and they'll clean up the hedges or they'll trim trees and then they're right there with trash bags cleaning up all the mess that's left behind. They do this on a Saturday morning, guys. So when everybody else is sleeping in until noon, these rock stars get up here and they wanna clean up their community. They wanna take care of their park. Uh, and we can't speak enough about uh, the hard work that they do. They meet uh, pretty regularly throughout the week. The Statler Youth Center is always open. But for them to, you know, it's easy to do that whenever, like, hey, it's the sun is up and we're all hang out. Yeah. But when you see young people who are giving back to their community like this, these aren't even technically voters yet. They're just yeah. living here in the community. And they go, hey, I want to give back. I want to do my part. I want to do what I can. And so we're really proud of the work that they do. And we had some council members that hopped out there, um, council member, Maricela Nava was out there. She was helping out with our YAC team. And they just want to encourage everybody that if you're between the ages of 11 and 17, you can come out to the Statler Youth Center and you can join the YAC. They've got free Wi-Fi in there. They've got internet access that you can get. Maybe you can get some tutoring. And if you just want to hang out with some good folks and play video games, you can do that too. So uh, our YAC is a pretty awesome group and we're really proud of the work they do. That's awesome. You know, as children and young adults, it's really important to be in a safe place where mm -hmm. you're not going to get in trouble. I mean, I yes. remember as a little kid, I had to go to the library mm -hmm. to stay out of trouble yep. <laughs> after school. Yep. <laughs> you know, uh, so and we've been to the um, YAC, um, the Statler, the Statler building, and um, it was in Halloween time. Yes. yes. Yeah. They had their um, harvest festival display, their mm -hmm. haunted display. We had such a blast. Yes, we went so with a um, Rotary uh, member, Chamber of Commerce yes. member, Patty Smith. 
and we were howling. I mean, it was so fun. Yeah. And it was like professionals did it, but these were all young people. Yep. We were amazed by that. And they always are doing it in their extra time, their yeah. free time. They do the trunk or treat event every um, Halloween as well. And when they don't have, you know, a holiday or an activity, what do they do, right? They do cleanup events. They do this kind of stuff. They give back to their community. No, no, no. more Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> those days are long gone. But they're doing great work. And I just have to plug them real quick. If you're interested, contact the Statler Youth Center, 951-435-7230. That is amazing. I love seeing young people giving back. Because, um, and you were just saying that they're becoming productive citizens. Yes. And that's the future. Yep. That's yeah. what we love about it. Yeah. That's very encouraging. Absolutely. So talking about um, the youth, now I also saw online about Job Shadow Day just recently. Yes. And our YIC, um, they had a booth set up for Job Shadow Day, so they just continued to roll with this. But this was more of a larger scale uh, look that the city did to help reach out to some of our um, educational systems, our, our schools in the local area. We brought in high school students for a day, and they, they shadowed city employees. So they were given a chance to fill out a questionnaire of some interests that they might have around the city, whether that's city management, administration, maybe it's human resources, maybe it's public works, maybe it's engineering, maybe it's public health. It could be any number of those things. We tried to prioritize them and get them to as close as their interests as they could. They checked in in the morning. They had a, you know, were able to grab a, maybe some light refreshments, maybe a banana, some yogurt on the go. Then we assigned them to staff members and they got to tour everything that those staff members did. They got to go to their spaces they got to go to the areas that they worked in and see the behind the scenes looks of what happens with city government what happens in a city organization like that afterwards we brought them back to the bob glass gymnasium they got to eat a good lunch and then we had a panel of some of our senior leadership teams um, we had some of our city council members that sat down with them they were able to ask uh, have a quick q a ask some questions learn about the history maybe learn about people's backgrounds how did you get into local government is this a career path for me and then we exchange business cards, exchange information. We encourage them to, you know, set up a follow-up uh, email, you know, maybe work towards building some relationships for our future workforce, but ultimately just giving them an opportunity to see what happens behind the scenes. And it turned out to be a great day. We had several hundred, hundred students that came from all kinds of high schools across Paris, um, all kinds of institutions, all the high schools were represented. And it was just a great day for both the city and all these local students to kind of come together and see what happens in local government. Nice. That is amazing. Um, having such an impact on a young per mm -hmm. person's life as well. You know, you see that little light bulb, a light bulb click in their yeah. mind and be like, oh, you know what? This is really kind of interesting. Or, you know, maybe this is not what I thought it would be. But how about sure. doing something else? You 100%. know, and, and finding a stable job, too. That's really good. Right. And, yeah. and, and everybody knows as you're getting close to the end of high school, you know, uh, the security blanket starts to <laughs> fade off a little bit and you're just kind of going, what's what's next? What do I do? Yeah. And I think the best thing that we can do is give our young people options right now. And the city is working hard to give our young people options, give them different looks at things, maybe consider this, maybe try uh, looking at it from this perspective. And it's just really great to see that partnership work between our schools, our school districts, all of our superintendents that are involved with that, and then bring them in. And then also to see our council and our city leadership provide City Hall as an opportunity, like, hey, consider this, let's bring you in and let you have an inside look. We did hear from a lot of adults that were like, 
cool. Hey, I'd like to get a part of a job shadow day is like, <laughs> like that as well. But unfortunately, this one's just for the young people. And so we were excited to host them and have them for an awesome job shadow day. Wait, man. What about me? <laughs> Come on. That's right. I mean, it makes sense because it's so open to young people and because um, they, they want to look at that next step in their future. Mm-hmm. But there's also adults who kind of need a little sure. bit of that, too. Sure. So, yeah. You know, that is a good idea. Sure. <laughs> so let's see here. Next, we have uh, the Black History Month. You know, we're in the month of February now. We're almost done with it. But um, you want to tell me about Black History Month and all the activities you guys had going on, the events? Sure. We've we've had quite a few different activities that have happened over the course of February. February is Black History Month. And here in Paris, we we just try and amplify some of our um, African-American voices and some of our heroes that have been here. You know, across the country, people are celebrating Black History and all the work that African-Americans have done in this community, in our country, um, across various different states and and various different um, arenas and we wanted to do that here in Paris we've highlighted quite a few of our own local heroes Uh, you know the the first one that we did was Miss Margaret Briggs we highlighted a coach she's a pastor here in Paris Um, Mr. Lemuel Neal who's a local referee he's been coaching excuse me refereeing uh, high school sports middle school sports for a couple decades now and then uh, one of uh, one of the folks that most people know is coach Marvin Williams who coaches over at Paris High School um, last year he hit his 600th win wow. in college basketball excuse me in college in California high school basketball and he's one there's not many people that do that he's mm-hmm. one of the, he's he's pushing towards 700 wins right now um that's an incredible accomplishment that's happening right here in our backyard and these are people that sow into the Paris community yeah. these are people that they look at the young people across our community they look at adults they say how can I help and they are heroes in our community and we wanted to honor them we also um, ran some social media marketing campaigns for this. We wanted to highlight um, the work of African-American film directors. We did five black films in five days. These are black films that were done by black directors. And we wanted to make sure that we highlighted, hey, if you haven't seen this, go check this out. Go see these these movies. Go see these videos. We highlight some black businesses that are um, owned. We work in partnership with our Riverside County Black Chamber of Commerce to mm. do a lot of that. And so um, drive uh, interest and drive traffic towards those businesses. And the way that we did all this is we brought in several of our African-American employees and we asked them, what would you like to see? Let's hear from you. Let's hear from you what how we can help. Um, and it was a good collaborative effort between you know our Paris TV team, uh, the, those of us who work over at the Muse, our IT department, our city leadership and our city council, and then our employees as well. And we're really proud of the work that we did. We have more work to do, but we're going to continue uh, moving forward with that. And it all in all, it just turned out to be a great month uh, for us to recognize and celebrate the accomplishments of those um, black Americans in our community. Fantastic. That is awesome. And I wanted to ask you now, I know you told me before, but I don't know if a lot of people know the history of the muse. So you were talking about right. naming uh, uh, your TV, not the TV show, the uh, YouTube and your weekly muse. So you want to tell us about the history, why it was named the muse? Sure. So we started to look at, you know, some things that are in our community. Another another person that we highlighted was uh, our planning commissioner, Mr. Mr. Hammond, who's been in this community for years. Many of the work and all the retail that he's that we see around the city was started at his desk in on the planning commission. So we wanted to look at what we could do locally and how we could highlight that. 
Um, and that's where we brought in the Muse. And the Muse is named after Clarence Muse. Clarence Muse was one of the first African-American actors, and he was from Paris. He was one of wow. the first that was able to be shown on, uh, on screen, on camera. And we named our... TV studio. It's called the Clarence Muse Center. And then we named our TV show in his honor. Every year in October, we do a, a little feature on him for the work that he did. That's uh, That was his birthday. Um, right here in our own Paris community. That's, that's the legacy that we have. And so we wanted to make sure that we did that and kept that for his keepsake, for his namesake, with the studio and for the actual show. So every time we reference it and every time we sign off, thanks for watching the Muse or we're coming to you from the Clarence Muse Center in Paris, California. That's where we uh, get an opportunity to remember him and the work that he did. I like that you guys highlight that and name the studio and the, the show that you guys have after someone who's so important from our very own community. Yep. So that's that's that, awesome. a lot, that a lot of people don't know about. Yeah, that a lot of people don't know about. So um, True. we're really proud of that. Yeah, I like that little history lesson because I always wondered, you know, oh, that's an interesting name, the Muse. Why would they call it the Muse? Yeah. You well, know, I, I yeah. tried to I tried to find a play on words, the Muse, yeah. the News. Yeah. Whenever we were naming it, and it, I think it worked out. I think it worked out with his last name. So Clarence Muse, that's that's all in his honor, right there. Yeah. True. Yeah. I love that. So, and for further details about the Black History Month, all the heroes that's been highlighted. Go to City of Paris social medias and you'll see all the detailed information there for everyone that's been highlighted this month. Yes. Yeah. And I did see also on social media, this just happened a few days ago, the International Mother Language Day event. You want to tell me about that, Stephen? Yes, that is a very special event to this city council. Um, it's special to our Bangladesh community here in the city. Um, this goes all the way back to 1954, excuse me, 52, I believe, February 21st was the day uh this is back in in the where the bangladesh community you know they used to speak their native tongue they had their native uh they had their native language that they spoke and at the time the that their native tongue was bengali and Beng bangla i'm gonna i want to make sure i say those right bangla that was spoken by most of the local population and then they were told that you can't speak this anymore the, they were they were told that um, the government of Pakistan had declared that Urdu was the sole national language, and therefore they had to stop speaking their native tongue. Well, these people decided they were going to protest, and as a result of that, the government of Pakistan outlawed these public meetings, and that did not stop them. They protested anyways. And on February 21st in 1952, local police in those communities opened fire on the <gasps> protest Ooh. and actually ended up killing six individuals. <gasps> These are heroes oh. that sacrificed their lives to maintain their native tongue, their mother language. Oh. And since then, Bangladeshis remember February 21st as International Mother Language Day. Oh. So our community, our local Bangladesh community, reached out to our city council over the course of the last, uh, I believe the last two years, wanted to issue a proclamation um, declaring February 21st as International Mother Language Day. And as a result of that, they, our council decided to build a monument. And this past week, we unveiled a monument uh, for International Mother Language Day that encouraged all people of the world, use your native tongue, remember your native tongue, yeah. don't abandon that. Yeah. Don't abandon that, which is especially important here in Paris, where mm -hmm. we have over 75% of our population Spanish is their first language, right. and we want to remember that that's an that's their mother tongue. That's who that's a part of their identity. That's yeah. who they are. Mm -hmm. So yes, this is a Bangladeshi holiday, but it does extend to all people of the world with other um, with other backgrounds and other languages. And the awesome part about this is the city. After working through this, we had some incredible dignitaries that came to this event 
from Bangladesh for oh, the unveiling wow. of this. And oh, that nice. included, I want to make sure I'm respectful to his name, but that included the Honorable Dr. A.K. Abdul Mamen, who is the foreign minister of Bangladesh, and Samia Anjum, who is the consul general. They came all the way from Bangladesh um, with their with their staff and with their personnel to be here for the unveiling of this. They were incredibly honored that Paris would be um, willing to put a monument of that size. It's right at the Cesar Chavez li- Library that's right here in downtown oh, Paris. Hey. And Paris is only the second city in the entire United States to have established a monument, which is wow. why we were honored to have a dignitary um, of that caliber come and visit our community. So. February 21st, International Mother Language Day, it originated as a Bangladesh holiday and it still is in their community, but we want to look at that even in our own community, in all communities across our um, across our city to say, remember your mother tongue. That mm-hmm. is, that's where you came from. That's who you are. That's a part of your identity and it's welcomed in our city. You know, it's amazing how that that such a, a an amazing monument is built honoring everyone, yes. honoring the Bangladesh uh, you know, community people here, but also um, out of such a traumatic and um, sad and tragic event would come such a good thing. So um, it's it's good that we honor people like that and honor our yes. mother tongue, yes. everyone's mother tongue. And it is a beautiful, beautiful monument. I would encourage everybody to go down um, right outside the Cesar E. Chavez Library, right here in downtown Paris, across from City Hall. Uh, it's a it's a very large monument as well. It's it's a it's a great. Um, beautiful piece of architecture that that we've established and then if if you want you can go inside the library and one of the other things that we did during the unveiling was we dedicated the in the library there's a corner for bangladesh literature and so you can learn about that and it's right there um, inside the library so take the kids down learn a little bit get an education get get educated on this holiday and and why this is an important thing and again if you have a mother tongue we want to encourage you to continue using that pass that on to your next generation of children and remember that that's who you are Yeah. yeah One thing that I appreciate about living in Paris is I see that there's so many different community. Everyone's a a different ethnic background, but um, we all come together. And what I appreciate even more is city of Paris embraces all the different cultures and, you know, they, they make it a good event. So they publicize that and they honor all kinds of different cultures and ethnic backgrounds, really bringing people together. Right. You know, that's what I appreciate because nowadays, you know, it's all, separated everyone has a negative whatever opinion about it but it's really to bring people together so i appreciate that Mm -hmm. and that's what the united states is we're a melting pot of cultures we're a melting pot of different people and paris should be no different and our city council is very adamant about that our leadership team here in the city of paris is very adamant about that Mm -hmm. we um we have a responsibility to all residents and as such we should be treating all residents with quality and Mm -hmm. fairness um, just like just like we're supposed to be as the dream for America, we should have maintained that same vision here in Paris. And, I, and I'm proud to work for a council that does that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very nice. And another thing that I saw online, um, you want to tell me about the adaptive program? What is that about? Sure. So we have um, our adaptive programming is this is a, a program that we're launching on March the 2nd. It empowers individuals of all abilities to learn through just various techniques for programming, adaptive programming. It's an inclusive way to socialize and bring wellness that's unique to each person's specific needs. Um, We create these safe spaces and supportive environments where everyone can thrive, whatever your learning
learning level is, however it is you like to learn. And we like to do that with team collaboration. Let's all talk, let's find a better way. Let's find a way where it works for everybody. They wanna break down the barriers and celebrate differences. That's one of the things that make us makes us special and unique. If we were all the same, we'd just be robots, but we're all different. We all have our own quirks and our own special things about us. Um, it's a five-week program. It's designed to provide engaging activities for individuals with disabilities to share in their creative expression, support the development of social skills, and build friendships. So we don't want to look and just say, this is the way you have to do things. We want to find special ways or unique ways where those with disabilities can learn and they can adapt to some of this programming. It's only a $5 cost per session. Like I said, there were five, and we want to encourage people to go register on our Civic Rec portal on our website. If you just go to cityofparis.com, you type in that search bar right at the top, Civic Rec, it'll give you the option to sign up for those classes, $5 per session, or you can call 951-435-7230. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Now, is that open for children and adults? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. And you can call and get specifics um, on which class is in place, uh, and, and they'll be able to help you get set up for that. But it, it really is trying to be all-inclusive for everyone. That is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Good. That's a lot of uh, new stuff that, I mean, I haven't been involved in the past city where we were at 29 Palms. I would imagine, though, that they wouldn't have all of this awesome programming that you guys have, you know, celebrating yeah. things. And it's more rigorous and yeah, it's not as um, colorful that yeah. city of Paris has. That's awesome. Live, live, work and play in Paris. Yeah. It's the place to be. That's yeah. the way it is. It's, it's, it's been like that for a long time. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And um, talking about that, how about the public art initiative? I've yes. seen that around too on social media. The Public Art Initiative, we're so excited to get this underway. We have, um, this was established in 2019 through um, an approved public art development impact fee ordinance. So the city council established an ordinance in place where we are able to, as for that impact fee, the initiative supports cultural and artistic resources, visual artwork, performing arts, architectural resources, with the overall goal to implement programming and events and this is specifically to focus on cultural and artistic outlets. That's what we want to do. We want to bring the art that's already existing in our city and put it at the forefront of our community. Whether that's the cultural arts, whether that's you know traditional painting, whether that's music, whatever it is, we want to see that come forward. And so we have a new program. Um, this is our community engagement program that we're looking forward to. We're accepting applications right now for that program. This is for, ho- if you're interested in hosting a cultural event or a local art event, um, this it falls under the public art initiative. And we want to hear from you. We want to help um, be a part of your event or help you set up that event or help, um, help you navigate through that. The program was developed to support sponsorships to local organizations and to support community events that integrate the culture and public art because ultimately this enhances the vitality of Paris. We've been talking about the diversity of Paris. We've been talking about the uniqueness of Paris and this is how we do that. This is how we continue that through the arts. So if you're interested in this, you can very simple email, contact us at publicartcityofparis.org. There you go. Easy peasy. That is amazing. I love that City of Paris is having so many different programs to help the community and um, engage the community too. 
Yes, indeed. That's awesome. And talking about engagement, I've also seen um, Let's Take a Hike. Yes, Let's Take a Hike. So we're going to go watch the weather for this one. This yeah, week. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's coming up this Saturday, um, you'll, which I would encourage everyone to follow us on social media so that you can get updates depending on how the weather goes out. But as of right now, we're hoping to have a Take a Hike starting at Frank Eaton Memorial Park. That's this Saturday, February 25th. It's important to check in for this. What, what happens a lot of times is folks show up at 830 and they're just ready to go on the hike or the bike ride. No, you have to come check in. Mm. And why do we want to check in? Because you get a raffle ticket and you might get some prizes. But also we want to make sure that we have the right amount of people. We have the right amount of folks whenever we all disperse. Some people are a little faster. Some people are a little slower. So you got to check in. Be there at eight to check in. This is an intermediate hike, but you're going to want to bring some hiking boots. Uh, Don't come in your (laughs) flip-flops. A lot of people like to wear Crocs. Don't come in your Crocs. (laughs) Uh, He's got Crocs. Not, Mike's not, got Crocs. Not on a hike, Mike. <laughs> don't look at me. He's hey. got like three pairs <laughs> of the plastic shoes. <laughs> I love my Crocs and my downtime too, but that's not the best option for a hike. So bring those out. And again, we were just talking about Civic Rec. Go to our website, type in Civic Rec in the search bar, and that's how you get signed up for the hike. And that's how you get get your raffle prize there too. I'll that's hike awesome. over to get the raffle prize and hike back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there little go. plastic Crocs. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Oh, that's too that's funny. Good. And um, talking about other City of Paris events, how about the um, City of Paris bulletin board? I saw that just come up, right? Yes, yes. So this is new. This is the last one I got for you today. This is new, though. This is the City of Paris bulletin board. We've created a new Instagram account. You know, we get a lot of requests across our, um, pretty much every day we get requests. Hey, can you promote my business? Hey, can you tell everybody I have job openings? I'm hiring for somebody. Hey, we're running a special this weekend. Uh, Hey, we have this event that's happening happening and to be honest with you we get so many we just can't put them all on our instagram or on our facebook there's also certain regulations that we have as a city of what we can or can't promote on our main page so we decided to create a bulletin board and now if you're if you have an event if you have a happening uh if you have an activity if there is uh maybe you're hiring you need you know 10 good employees or maybe you're just giving away a I don't know, haircuts for free on Mm -hmm. on whatever your event is. We can put that now on our bulletin board. I would encourage everyone to go and follow this. Um, The Instagram handle for this is at City of Paris Bulletin Board. And um, if you have submissions, you can send us a message through that channel or you can email us directly at copbulletinboard at cityofparis.org. Now, all of these are submissions. They have to be approved by our staff. Make sure that things are appropriate. We might let you know, hey, you left a, maybe you have a flyer that you want us to post and maybe there's a spelling error or maybe there's something. So we want to make sure that we're just checking and cross-checking everything. So double check your work if you have a submission that you want to come through. Um, and But we'd like to help promote you or help promote your event or your activity. But we're going to do that now on our City of Paris bulletin board. And we're going to try and keep our main Instagram and Facebook feed more specific to city activities as they come and originate out of the city. Uh, but we do want to have another platform for our residents to follow along about what's happening in their community events so if you're not already now go follow cop bulletin board and you can find out what's happening in your community nice i love that and um i have a question about sure. that now you know we deal with submissions uh for our musicians all the time every mm-hmm. day so one thing i wanted to ask what's the turnaround times let's say if i had an event say saturday sure this saturday you know i wanted to promote let's take a hike mm-hmm. let's say um can I send it in today? Today's technically Wednesday. So through the magic of radio, we're going to be sure. airing on Friday. 
but um, can I send that to you today? Or how about if I give it to you on Friday for Saturday turnaround? That's kind of quick. We're looking typically for a 72 hour turnaround. And the reason that that is, is because twofold. Number one, we need to check the work and make sure that it's, that it's accurate. We need to make sure that your event that you're asking for is actually going to be in the place that you're, you're having it. Or, you know, if you're going to, if you have a business that the address is actually for that business or whatever the activity is. So we like to just have a day where we can double, double check that we can make sure that things uh, are in place. The other thing is this, um, we get a lot of submissions and if we can't promote everybody immediately all the time and there are various algorithms that we have to follow on social media as well. So we schedule all of our posts, when they should go out, when they should post. Um, and sometimes we schedule them just to space them out a little bit so that things don't get lost on our news feed or that things don't get overpopulated and then people miss things. So we ask for that 72 hours so that we can review it, we can post it. So um, I can't guarantee that if somebody comes in, you know, you forgot about your event on Saturday morning at 8 a.m. and then it's Friday night and you realize, oh, it's 6 p.m. on Friday night. I need the city of Paris to post this. I can't guarantee that we'll get that up there. But if you hit us up on a Tuesday, if you reach out to us Tuesday, Wednesday, hey, I have an event this weekend. Can you help us? Typically, that's enough lead time for us to get it posted. And then that can help your folks uh, help you get notified for your event. Yeah, and that's really important to let the community know because um, when you're dealing with getting so much public information Mm -hmm. and posting it on social media, people get the misconception of thinking, oh, it's immediate because it's on our phone, on the computer, we get that ding, we're able to check it real quick, but there's more work to be done behind it. Yes, there's more work to be done behind it. And without trying to teach social media classes or (laughs) anything, you know, that we just, there's a lot of other activities or other material that goes out on social media. And you do have to have some strategy about when you post and what you post and how you post and um, why you post. And so we want to do that, but an individual organization or an individual event, even the city of Paris, we might not be the only thing happening. And so we have to take a, a broad picture, a broad view of everything that's going on and schedule these things out and, and do some actual, you know, we have a team that does social media planning. They do, you know, they do social media planning and scheduling, and that goes in on hand with our style guide and our branding. And so it's important to maintain all of that. So that's why we ask for those 72 hours, you know, an advance notice so that we can get you in the best spot to get your product as visible as it can be. It's not because we don't want to promote it. It's we want to make sure that what you're asking us to promote is visible and is seen by the public. Yeah. Yeah. And the most uh, productive manner in getting a lot of views when you can. Yes. Yeah, instead yes. of posting, because we found like Friday night may not be, uh, you may not get a, as many views on social sure. media than in the morning time. Yep. Yeah. You know, so. Or especially on a Monday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, on because Friday everybody's already out partying, God knows <laughs> what, you know. Yeah, most most people are out and about on Friday mm-hmm. nights, out and about on Saturday nights, and, uh, you know, or they're spending time with family on Sunday mornings. And so you have to be a little strategic about when you post that. Um, actually one of the best times to post on social media is people's lunch break because what do they do Uh, on their lunch break? They pull out their phone on their lunch break. Mm -hmm. So in anytime you can get something posted in that noon, one o'clock hour, Mm -hmm. that's really peak time, but it's tough to get 12 different items out between noon and one. Uh, not, not everybody can be seen. Not everything can be visible like that. So we do have to schedule a little bit. Yeah. Now, I did um, write down some other things that I, I missed, I forgot from the last time, okay. or our first, our very first, first tester session. Um, the 
pothole hotline. Yes. Uh, do you want to tell us about that? You have the number, or uh, I know I kind of mm. just brought that spur spur of the moment on you. I have to see if I can dig it up here. Yeah. But the pothole hotline is is a great place. If you hit a mm. pothole in the city of Paris, uh, we want you to call us in and tell us where that pothole was, mm-hmm. and let's see if we can get somebody out there to fix it. Let me see if I can pull up this phone number real yeah. quick here. Because uh, Mike and I, when we're driving around town and stuff, <laughs> as soon as we we know the pothole's going to happen, because we know we dro- drive over it or around it oftentimes, mm-hmm. I've always been thinking, ah, oh, I forgot to call the pothole hotline. Yes. And now, uh, now that I know that you guys have the pothole hotline, then it's even more prevalent in my mind, you know, because I always think, oh, man, I got to call them. If I don't have it on my phone, you know, then I forget. I see a bright light. <laughs> All yes. of a sudden, I forget, you know, so it's important. So the yes. Pothole Hotline, 951-435-7215. And if you're at After Hours, we do have an After Hours number. That number is 909-955-6504. You can always, if you see a pothole, the, the best way to do this is just to email us at PW, that stands for Public Works, but PW at cityofparis.org. If you can send us a picture of the of the pothole, I mean, that would be really fantastic. But most of the time, we need a, a good cross street, as close to the address as you can get for that. And then our public works teams, we're going to repair it. We want to work to get out there and repair it. And uh, we'll try and get out there as quick as we can during business, uh, business hours. We always want to do our best to keep our roads safe and keep people safe. And so pothole hotline, give us a call. We want to help out. I like that. So it's pw at cityofparis.org. That's Okay, correct. that's the email. Got that. And um, another thing that I forgot to ask last time, the accessibility survey. Yes. Is that too late? Yes. Um, it is. We, okay, we closed that out the um, We closed that out the first week of February. Our staff is going over the results from that. Um, that's about a year-long process in, in discovery, trying to get some results on that. And so we should be seeing some seeing these results published and seeing, some, uh, seeing those come to fruition based on those results. I know we had a good turnout for this. We had some good uh, public participation, but those... That survey is closed, and we look forward to seeing uh, good things come out of that survey. We got some good community engagement out of that, and hopefully we can make sure that um, our ADA folks are in, we're in compliance with everything that they need, and we've got access for all those with disabilities, and that's kind of our focus on that, and we'll have those results out soon. So was that just for local businesses, you know, like the entrance, like the ramps and things like that, or is that more comprehensive? Uh, yeah, it's more comprehensive across the city. How is the city doing? Um, are we doing a good job? Where can we improve? Um, have you noticed something that we've missed? Have we? Have you noticed an area or something that we can really focus on in this area? A lot of it has to do with parks, and a lot of it has to do with how you're involved with the city. How much do you transit in the city? Uh, do you walk a lot? Do you take public transportation? Do you drive and look for parking? Um, or are you just a commuter that comes into the city, but do you, you leave after your working day? So a couple different demographic questions in there, a couple different ways that you could have explained how we can do better. Um, and I think I think it'll be good. I think the results that we get will help make a good uh, impact moving forward. That's fantastic. Yeah, nice. I, I really appreciate that City of Paris looks for the feedback from the community. Yes. For everyone. That's really important. Yes, ma'am. Let's see here. What else? I think that was it. That's a lot of good information. It is. 
and now is already going to be March coming up soon. Yep. So it's a whole other list that we have looked forward to. A lot of um, events coming up, I imagine, in the springtime mm-hmm. and summertime. So I'm looking forward to hearing what City of Paris has to offer us. Yep, we'll have some good ones that are coming down. Only 10 more months until Christmas. I know. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get moving here. Yeah, I love that. So, Stephen, I'm so glad that you're able to stop by and talk to us about all things City of Paris. And um, I look forward to our next session uh, in another two weeks. And um, so this is Phoebe. This is Mike. And um, this is the Mike and Phoebe show. We have Stephen Hale here from the Public Information Officer from the City of Paris. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for listening to the Mike and Phoebe show on Alternative Twist Radio. If you missed any past episodes, just search the Mike and Phoebe show or Alternative Twist Radio on any major podcast app.